think we should have a way bigger problem with uh, the production companies that are making all this money off of the black trauma. The people that are making all the money once these black artists are killed. Like, those people we should have way more smoke for than the people that are actually enjoying and buying the content. Why are we do we not want people to buy the content? Like, No Name stopped performing because it was too many white people at her shows. <laughs> Let's really sit back and fucking think about that. <laughs> Now I understand that you just want to use me. You see the Kanye's and Pete Davidson's text back and forth. Yes. <laughs> um, Kanye's not all mentally there either. Um, actually, I think Pete's all the way there, kinda. Um, kind of, sort of. Was it disrespectful? That's a good question. The nigga sent a picture and said, "I'm laying in bed with your wife right now." <laughs> Funny. That's the way I would have gone about it. To be fair, Ye has been dissing him like dissing, repeatedly, he killed him. repeatedly. No, he killed him in a music video. Yeah, that's a little past dissing. He buried him alive. He did bury him alive. That's way past dissing. Effort to beat his ass on song. Oh, <laughs> then made a music video yeah. where he buried the nigga alive. Ye took it past a cordial, you know. Yeah. yeah. Really unprovoked too. To be keeping it a hundred. I can understand being mad. Nah, isn't unprovoked? I can understand someone being mad at the person fucking my wife. They're divorced though, and Ye's dating someone right now that no one's talking about. Ye the has a girlfriend. Kim, she looks exactly like him. Yeah, yeah. He's fucking other women. In fact, Ye had a girlfriend before the Julia Fox show. Yeah, yeah. Ye is, it's not like Ye's just like you know out here begging for her back and like you know not messing with other women. He's messing with other women clearly. I starting to think this is some attention shit. I'm not going to lie. I think it's some attention I'm shit, I'm starting to think. It's, it's weird. It's so fucking mm. weird. He's got to push music somehow. <laughs> He's got to get the sales <laughs> somehow. Push these albums dropping soon. And, and Kim's shit is dropping soon. Kim also said a comment that was that went viral. Speaking of Kim, uh, she said a comment that went viral. That, that's that's well, interesting. talking about like the work harder comment? Yes. Oh, people were mad at her about it? People were mad, mad about the work, work harder comment. She, she went on an uh, interview, you know, promoting her show, and she was like, she feels like people nowadays just don't want to work hard, and that's not why they're successful. Mm-hmm. The best advice for women in business, get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. You that's have to, so true. You have to surround yeah. yourself with people that want to work. How did you feel about the comment? Part of it of what she said is kind of true. Just just a part of it. So the part where she said, uh, if you really want to be successful, surround yourself with other people that want to be successful. That is true. I agree with that. <laughs> I fully agree with that. The part where most people are not successful because they don't work hard. No, most people are not successful because of their environment. <laughs> That that that's why a lot of people are not successful. People don't really realize. Mostly, people grew up like her or us. Uh, that I think we realize it. I've been realized it, but it took you a while to realize it. Um, environment plays such a big part of like your upbringing. It's the biggest. It's crazy. It's the biggest. And you have to have so much sure, real, and willpower to get out of that environment, environment that not a lot of people can do it. I don't think Kim could have done it. I don't know. I don't think so either, though. It takes so much, much. To, 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 to remove yourself. She will never the, know. Yeah, to remove yourself from the people that are in those environments. Now, what we can do is start to make those environments 
better for people that want to get out. Mm-hmm. But it's hard when your family's in it, your people you go to school with are in it, the people like at the stores you meet are in it. Like it's just different. It's just a different lifestyle. It's different. I don't know. This comes into a conversation of like somebody posted. Charlamagne was talking about this. 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 It's, it's an account. I forgot what the account was called, and it put Bow Wow. Uh, Fuck, who else? Bow Wow, uh, uh, Wayne Brady. Name another corny nigga. <laughs> Bow Wow, Wayne Brady, uh, some, then Ray J or two <laughs> other people. Yeah, Ray J and then two other people. And it was like uh, Drake and somebody else. And it was like, why do we look at these people as black men as corny? And Bow Wow said, because we're not, he did the, he did the, we're not robbing and killing niggas. Yeah, all right, yeah, okay. I'm sure that's why people see you as corny. We know people see Ray as corny, but, um. And, and because, and then you can see, blah, 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 you can see me all the way to the bank. But it's an interesting argument of, like, our culture is some crabs in the bucket shit. I feel like, also another reason is that if you leave, like, that environment, and you don't like bring everyone else with you up, even if they drag you down. Look at that as a sellout. What the? F- I don't get that either. Because we have niggas that try to do that. Every nigga that tried to do that gets shot by their own people. Every single one. There actually hasn't been one that wasn't shot. They didn't just leave. Yeah, you're right. Or at least they got an attempt on their life or something. Yeah. Or they got robbed or something. So like you say that, but there's no example of someone doing that. So that's a weird statement mm-hmm. for me. People can help from a distance, but who actually is in the hood like every day chilling with them, helping them? That's that's. But dangerous. that just contradicts the statement that you said. What? That if you come but if you come up from the bottom and don't bring everybody else with you, they see you as corny. They but see you as a sellout. But a lot of these motherfuckers didn't come from the like Drake didn't come from the bottom. No, that wasn't the Drake isn't a sellout. Drake's not even from the hood. Um, I'm talking about if you're actually from the hood. And you bring everybody, and you don't bring everyone else up with you, and you just leave them all behind. The people who are grew up with you look at you as a sellout. Charlamagne brought up a good point though. He's like, the corny niggas is the only ones that can help y'all get out of your situation. And he's kind of right. If they, if if the corny niggas were to get together <laughs> and want to take the, and want to help out their community, if they were like wanted to, yeah. That's something that I've just realized within the last year. That like, oh, mm. I've been rejected by this community but as much as i've been rejected there's still my community and no one's rejecting me that never applied to me i don't feel like people rejected me nobody you've never felt rejected by the so 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 why you didn't tell nobody about your anime love mm-hmm. i did you did they just ignored it <laughs> <laughs> it's one in one ear out the other ear <laughs> didn't pay no attention no 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 they just like oh okay yeah okay that's like one suburban trope that like people be like, oh, I wasn't black enough for the black people, white enough for the white kids. For real? I've never felt like that. Like honestly, I never felt like that. My own people embraced me. Honestly, they did. Oh, we had this conversation. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't have it on the pod. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I um. And I'm not saying like all black people like me. Or I would never say that. But like as a whole, it was black people who embraced me. White people wasn't embracing me. It was my own people who were embracing me. I got embraced by both, but I never got embraced. Okay, so I was accepted by one and then embraced by the other one. I would agree. I was accepted around hood niggas. Never. I never had a problem with hood niggas. Hood niggas never not not, not like me. Some tried to fight me. 
Mm-hmm. I don't really consider just hood niggas as just like the um, black community because it's so varied. There's black nerds, I'm about black hip, artsies. I'm, I'm talking about. I'm, I'm talking about. I'm talking about. But hood niggas would be the, the representation niggas. of. I don't know how to say this. How would I say this? Mm-hmm. I know what you're trying to say. I'm not sure I really agree with it though. Because even like we talk about hood niggas, right? There's people in the hood who are nerds. Or who are artistic people. But they wouldn't be considered a part but, of... But to be fair, when people talk about hood niggas, they talk about the niggas who are on the streets most of the time. Because Lupe technically is from the hood. But they would never consider Chance Lupe a hood, hood nigga. Chance is not a hood nigga. Chance is not... A, oh, it was Chance the Rapper was on there too. Chance is not a part of the community. He just wouldn't be considered, but Durkio would definitely be considered a part of the community. Baby would be considered a part of the community. And there is only one exception of a nigga that's in both, and that's Kanye. And even Kanye is. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> but he was embraced by both. Yeah. That's complicated. But, anyways, um, yeah, it's like, to be fair, because people on Twitter be like, you know, oh, people always get the hood people or the street people. Yes, we know that. Every, I know everyone from the hood isn't in the streets. That's no, a fallacy. But, but when people is, talk about hood niggas and the type of niggas women, young women fetishize, they're talking about the street niggas, to be honest. They're talking about niggas who just grew up in the hood, mind his business, I'm, and went to school. I'm not, but I'm not, see, and that's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about niggas that are, that are, that were, that grew up in the hood. I'm talking about people that, that, let's, let's be honest. The culture of black people is hip hop. And let's be honest. The culture of hip hop is being street. You can't, you can't have one without the other. I know we try to, I know the roots of hip hop is not street. Fight the power. I know the roots Fight of hip hop is, <laughs> but if we're talking about the black community, something that we have, oh God, <laughs> if I did the applause. I just wanted to put it there. If we're talking about, if we're talking about the, 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 what, I don't know. If we're talking about the culture of black people, our I'm main, not going to say it's the street hood culture though. It's not, it not. It's so diverse. No, we have R&B. We have jazz. It's like so much. Hip hop is now, black people. For now, how many niggas do you know listening to jazz? You have a point there, but they don't know. It's so much di- more diverse than hip hop. Again, they don't know. But, it's, <laughs> but what we, but our generation, what we were raised upon was hip hop. Mm-hmm. I've gone outside of that and started to listen to the John Coltrane's, started to listen to jazz, started to listen to other mm-hmm. to other things, the Indie Iries, yeah. the, the Neo Soul, which I wanted to have a different conversation. Did you see that shit on TikTok? I know I'm not. I know we're going. I'm, I'm you're, about to you're, go left. You're jumping too I much. I know I'm gonna do my ADHD shit. But did you see the the Lauren Hill tattoo thing on TikTok? Oh, I did. This is so interesting. To me. I saw. But yeah, it's like. Destroyed. Okay, we're gonna come back to that. We're gonna to come me, back to that. It's <laughs> very funny. demeaning to just. Reduce black American culture to hip hop because it's so much more than that. There's so much agree. more varied than that. I would agree. I don't know. I, I think if we're talking about the culture, if we say ill, if we say the culture, and that's why I hate the word the culture. We're too. talking about because hip-hop, a bunch though. of white nerds called it the culture and said all black people are hip hop because it's really white nerds who do these the culture publications. When you think about it, it's white nerds. I think, but I think I'm trying to put it into like a, a hole. I don't know how to say what I'm saying, but I'm trying to put it into a hole. I'm trying to put like, mm-hmm. uh, like, like, cause right, hip hop okay. really started to gain. It wasn't big, but it started to gain prominence in the '90s, right? Yes. And it was white people who, white people. I got, I've noticed white people, hip hop heads love like Wu Tang, Mob Deep, all them people. 
they saw that was like what people were listening to a lot at the time. So they like compiled and they were like, oh, that's the black people's, the culture. And we kind of took it and ran with it. Uh, that's but not necessarily true. That's my hot take. No, but no, no, that's no, my no, hot no, take. No. So, that's my hot take. So hip hop becomes popular in the 90s, but it doesn't blow up to the 2000s. What is all of early 2000s until Kanye comes? It's just straight gangster rap. Yeah. What? What who else? Who else in the early 2000s is not? Is, is late 90s, early 2000s. What? What is not gangster rap? Pac was not gangster rap. It was. Fuck? It wasn't really gangster what rap. Pac is gangster rap, but it's not yeah. real gangster. Oh, my, my he's talking gang- about social issues too. Sometimes. No, he's talking about social issues actually a lot. You ever listen to Me Against the World the whole album? Machiavelli, the whole thing is about mm, nah. street shit. It's about street beef. The whole Machiavelli shit is about mm. street shit, which comes out after mm. Me Against the World. Mm. Ambitions as a rider. I don't think that's what the album is called. Is that the album? It's amb- no, it's uh, it's not for my niggas. Not that's strictly for my niggas. The first for one. My and that's some straight hood shit. Mm-hmm. I listen to that. His whole album. first album is definitely just about social issues. And Still with Fred is just a baby and all. His last, yeah, Machiavelli. His last album, Illuminati, is, about, is 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 all about street shit. The whole shit is about street shit. It's a diss album. There's two sides to Pac. There's the social issues and the gangster rapper. <laughs> Rest in peace, the legend. I didn't mean to click that. I, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I think if I think you're, I, I don't. Actually, back in the '90s was the most socially conscious era. Nas was talking about back to Africa. You can listen to it. It was Pac who was talking about, you know, oh, you know, people in the hood are really struggling. I said late '90s, not early. This, you're talking, oh, that's all early '90s. I'm talking about like mid '90s, mid '90s, and early '90s. Oh, very conscious, very conscious rap, and that's what it was for a lot of the time. And then it, mm. early two thousands, I agree with you. That was straight party. Well, mainstream wise, there was also underground acts like Maybe you're shout right. out to Fonte and them. But mainstream wise, oh, you should listen to Fonte inspired Drake, by the way. But that's an irrelevant story. Shout out to them. It was a lot of party club. The South had hits on hits on hits. The music goes crazy in the car. That's early two thousands. I think nineties was conscious though. I think mid '90s, early '90s is conscious. I think late '90s is straight hood nigga shit, mm-hmm. and the 2010s early is just. 2000s is straight hood nigga shit, but then it switches with 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 the Kanye versus Fifty. So in 2007, 2008, that's when it switches, and then Lupe comes in, then then Kanye comes in, then Childish Gambino comes in, then all of the motherfucking the Vince Staples, all of that Chicago shit that wasn't drill that was actually hella popular, probably as popular as drill on the other side. What starts to come in, then all the artsy shit starts to come in, and then in 2016, this shit just flips back to hood nigga shit. So it's like hip hop goes through this like four or five years of like, oh, we're gonna be socially conscious and have fun and 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 and, and go through our artsy phase, and then it goes right back to hood nigga shit. Cause right now it's just hood nigga shit. It is well mainstream wise. It's really just well, yeah, we're, we're yeah. speaking on the mainstream. mainstream. But yeah. the average person doesn't really enter the genre knows. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 just a, it's it's straight it's a lot of trap and drill music. From niggas that are really doing it. For people that are really about it. Yes. Do you think that Ice JJ Fish kicked it off <laughs> in twenty sixteen? You think he kicked off? <laughs> yeah, so back to what I was saying, the main main point before we got kind of derailed, we tend to do that. Um I think it's very... Um, a bad take. You can't just... Re- um, sub. You can't just have black American culture as hip-hop, even though that's what most people associate as with just rapping-ass niggas. But back to being embraced by both sides, because I think that was the main purpose. Yeah, I never felt like, you know, black people didn't embrace me. 
not all people like me. Some thought some might have thought, you know, oh, you know, he's um suburban, you know, he's uh not us. But they never like showed disdain towards me. This is interesting. They never showed disdain towards me. Um like we said previously, I think for me and I think we had shared this in common was that we really wanted to be like accepted by them because we we thought they were very cool and this is me speaking of like the black people we were surrounded by but because kind of personality wise we didn't exactly fit in with those people or just didn't exactly share some of the things that they shared even though we shared that we were black we didn't have like shared experience interests, yeah or experiences which made it difficult to actually like get Relate. along yeah so, and also they look at you as like an outsider, and I think the feeling of always being an outsider kind of weighs down on you a little bit. It makes you have this disdain and say some shit like that. That Bow Wow said, mm. and say some shit like it also makes you like it's like when you feel rejected, you don't want to help, but these are the people that can really help you. And it's kind of sad that you don't want to help. There's the people you also have the most in common with, whether you think it or mm. not, to be honest. So mm. Uh, mm. that makes it a lot harder as well. Because you know mm -hmm. that. They're still your people at the end of the day. Yeah. And that's what I've realized in the last year. Because I've all, I've, I'm not going to lie to y'all on the podcast. I've tried to separate myself from them. Mm -hmm. But that's like trying to separate yourself from yourself. Mm. Why would you try to separate yourself from your people? Like, I've, I've no weird shit. I've looked down upon what they were doing. But now I get it. That wasn't my problem. I was the opposite. Mm. I was getting in, not to be specific, because, you know, <laughs> not to be specific. I think, I think, I think your time has passed. I think I you was, can talk on your crimes. I was uh, I falling a little in too deep into what they were doing, because they were just, that's all I really knew at the time, because those were the people I was, like, around 24-7. Is that a good excuse? But um I think you know it's more like, you know, those are the people because they never showed this dang to me. They accepted me, we was cool, they was doing their things, you know, not to be specific. Hit the sirens, hit the sirens. They was doing their things. No, 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 no. They was doing their things, you know, and they were just like, Ethan, come along with us. You know, you cool. You rock with us. Come along with us. And I was just doing what they do was doing. If I did it far <laughs> enough, though, I would have gone down a very rough path in life. Did you, okay, okay. So I've always had this question for, for people that do that go down that path and like women that go down that path, specifically smart people. Okay. Because you're smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That is a hater right there in the background. Ignore the hater. <laughs> when you were doing these things and hanging out with these people, did you ever see a future in it or you just knew it was for the time? Because I talked to some girls who said, this is, we talked to one yesterday who said like, this is, this is all I know. This is nothing, nothing's ever going to change. And I talked to one girl who was like, this is just fun. I hate that. I hate that. But that knew it was. But back to their question, did I think there was a future in it? I don't know if I was thinking that deeply into it. I just do these people I'm around. This is what they doing. I'm doing what they doing because, you know, I'm cool with them. And whatever happens, happens. 
So you were just young, just being dumb? Just being dumb, yeah. Like, if I go to jail, then, hey, I'm rocking with them. So, you know, it's just it's what is going to happen. I would have all charges, though, but, yeah. Yo, 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 yo. Uh, what really pisses me off is when people like handle these type of people and do what they do, and they get mad when the consequences happen. Oh, I'm gonna get probation or a charge. How did this happen? No, when you picked up that gun or you moved that pack, you knew what you was doing. I, even if you, you got ready for the consequences, yeah, you gotta know the consequences of hanging with these people. It's just that's what my problem with the it's just fun people. Mm-hmm. Because if something were to ever really go down, you're out immediately, and that's Next. not. This is their life. This is a game to, to you. you. And I hate that. Mm-hmm. I absolutely hate that. If you're going to be with them and say those are your people, you rock with them, you got to take out consequences that come with it. Facts. Like, know what you're getting into. And then don't sit here and cry to me when something happens. Mm-hmm. You knew what you were getting into. You knew the lifestyle that you wanted. You thought this was fun. So because you think this is fun, face the consequences of, of your, your actions. Exactly. We all have consequences to our action, unless you're white. <laughs> you might get a lot less consequences. Then you can get less consequences to your actions. Especially white women. Bro. bro. If you're not a white woman, <laughs> and you go and do these things, and you think it's fun, you think this is a game, you think this is exciting, boy or girl, because niggas do this shit too. They do. Niggas go into the life... Thinking this shit is fun. Mm-hmm. It's like a music video. It's like a music video. Mm, no, it's not. But yeah, so basically to sum up this whole subject, I've never felt like people didn't accept me. Mm. I thought they might have seen me as different or, you know, I can't relate to everything they talk about, but they never show any dislike or like avoiding me. And I've always felt unaccepted. And until this year, mm. I've never understood that. And it's also part of it is because they had a very grim outlook on life, being from where they're from. And I understand. And I kind of also have an actually grim outlook on life, too. Just because of your... You just said, because of just cause you're me. Yeah, just because you're Ethan. Me. So we kind of, like, clicked on that. I think we all have different outlooks because, for mine, I think I felt like they always just felt like I was fake in a way of me trying to, like... kind of work. Myself. Yeah, to fit in. Because I was, I was putting on a persona, kind of trying to alter how I acted in order to feel like... We were all just like buddy buddies and had the same backgrounds, but that didn't work out. I, oh, you tried to act like them? Yeah. I never tried to act like them. That's why I got in so much trouble, like all throughout all my years. But that's maybe why I was hated. We were having this conversation. Was it with you? Why was I hated in high school? (laughs) The first two years? Oh, because you were arrogant prick? What did you do? I don't remember. I really don't remember. Like I could, I really wish I could be like, yo, I remember X, Y, and Z moments of me doing. I don't remember. I remember being there, and not want to be there. But who wants to be in high school? Like, no one wants to be in high school. I don't want to be there. It's more like I think the freshman year, I think you were like above a lot of people, so people just didn't wasn't really rocking with you. I acted. I presented like I was. Yeah, above a lot of yeah, people. yeah. You did. I yeah, did. you did. Yeah, yeah. Oh well. <laughs> And I guess that was my problem. If you tried to fit in, I definitely didn't try to fit in. <laughs> I was like, fuck these niggas. You niggas are weird. Yeah, you didn't try to assimilate with them at all. Nah. You were just trying to, be, you would like separate yourself. Yeah. I've unapologetically, how do you say that word? I've unapologetically been me since the start. And sometimes, sometimes to your detriment. To my detriment. I do try to. 
tease people, but I never go outside of me. Mm-hmm. And I think junior year, I was able to find a balance of being me and not being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Shadow And then Horse, people started to rock with you more. I think you found the ability to be you and not be a uh, kiss ass. Still working on that. <laughs> and that's a, that's, a, that's a balance that you're going to have to find. And maybe you'll find it faster than me because it took me till junior year to figure that shit out. What's figured out, though? You become a different person. You're like a totally different being. You with a level of self-awareness that, like, is just different. And people really gravitate to you because you're not being a... You're not being fake. But you're also not being a dick Nick anymore. <laughs> you're just being you. It's something about that balance. It actually Ooh. really does just attract incredible energy towards you. It does. And it makes a lot of people want to be around you. Yeah. And I guess for you, it's finding the ability to be extroverted and still be, you know, within by yourself type shit. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a balance. It's that balance. It's a balance, yeah. Being a black person is interesting sometimes. When you relate to your own people. Uh Uh-oh. So. Uh, So. New segment. Um, I oh. basically. Wait, how are we gonna intro this? We gotta intro this. Oh, there was a white man that had a Lauren Hill, Hill tattoo. tattoo. Uh, on it, TikTok. On TikTok. Up. I didn't know this because I'm not on TikTok, but I just found out right now. So blew up. I think you, I thought you would know about this because it blew up on Black Twitter though. Nope, no one on Twitter. I didn't see it on Twitter. Look at her, Kalani. Don't play. Yeah, we're twinning now. Yeah, I had too bad. Sorry. It, but yeah, it blew up. It blew up on the on the on the woke side of Twitter, and they were very very mad at him for uh for one having the tattoo on his arm. Somebody was like, "Why Lauren Hill shouldn't be pink?" And, <laughs> <laughs> and then two, the the next argument that it came up was white people can't listen to neo soul music, and was and was saying that that neo soul music like Lauren Hill. Uh, Jill Scott, all of mu- all of all of that type of music wasn't made for white people to listen to. It wasn't. But um, and I'm gonna let's let's get into this. That's what, this this was hella interesting. Let's to break me. let's break this down. This was hella interesting mm-hmm. to me because could music not be made for someone to listen to? I felt like that was a wild take. Let's let's break this down. First and foremost, <laughs> black people as a whole have way way. Way bigger problems than a white man getting a tattoo on their arm. <laughs> like, the media is going to hit zero in the future. We have, like, pressing issues politically as a people, and this is a very minimal issue. Now, that being said, though, <laughs> neo-soul music, as when you listen to the lyrics, the themes of it, yes, it's really made for a black audience. Those people were, I'm not going to use the word woke, they were, um, had some conscious themes in their music. So, yes, I don't think it was made for a white audience in mind. Does anyone people cannot listen to it? I don't, I wouldn't say that. They were saying he's not even supposed to listen to it. I don't think it's for him. I don't think it's for him. But should they not listen to it? I wouldn't say that. But it's, it's not for them. No, it's not. I think if we were talking about Lauren Hill, though, I don't put, uh, she has those themes in her songs sometimes. But I thought most of, the miseducation of Lauryn Hill was about mm-hmm. one the corruptness of America, which white people some can kind of agree with that, <laughs> and about being heartbroken and not being good enough. Mm-hmm. Like Eric Badu, that's definitely for a black audience, for sure. Mm-hmm. 
She has a whole Tyrone. Yeah, Tyrone's not a white man's name. No, 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 no. But but I was I thought we were if we're talking about strictly Lauren Hill. I'm not talking about this Neo Soul in general now. Neo Soul, I can. But then that's like saying a tribe called Quest is not for white people. Not for I get it. It's not for white people. It's not for white people. White people can't listen to it. I feel like that's a huge extreme to go past. Because rock inherently is not for white, for black people. No, it's not. The themes in rock are not for black people. Black people can't listen to it. It's a whole different argument, which I think is dangerous to make. Wait. Yes? Isn't one of the biggest portions of Neo Soul being like progressive? Yeah, I, and, but I don't so, think Lauryn Hill is that, though. No, like, no, no, I kinda, what you're saying, but I mean the comparison with rock being that where does that fall okay so heavy so 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 punk rock was made for white anxious teenagers and the whole theme of punk rock is for white anxious teenagers if you listen to the lyrics it's about like not respecting your parents wait so are you comparing white anxious teenagers to years of oppression or are you just saying that it's just i'm saying well both were made both were made for a particular audience okay that's that's how the natures are comparable no 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 no. i don't think i don't think i hate my mom and (laughs) i'm oppressed by an entire country is comparable i'm just saying both musics were made for a certain audience in mind i think anybody can listen to anything they want to but no the music is not for you it doesn't have your context in mind Okay, the okay, artist didn't make it wait, for okay, you. Okay, I think it's a perfect. Okay, yeah, go, no, my fault. Oh no, it's okay. I'm sorry. Not good, 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 good. Um, I was just gonna say, I think that that like every artist when recording something has that in mind that what they're writing and what they're performing or what they're even just singing or producing is made for a specific type of person or people. Beautifully said. Now, now, we have artists that are heavily inspired by dark heavy metal people. And there was no backlash from this. Cardi has a Marilyn Manson tattoo. That's facts. I think Travis has a, a, a not a let. Car- Travis definitely has a tattoo of a, a pr- pr- predominantly white artist on him, or has a chain from a like like Cardi has a Marilyn Manson chain. I listen to rock music all the time, alternative rock. I know it wasn't made for me and mine though. Yeah, but, but if, you were, if, if you were to appreciate it so much that you would get the no. we have a dark side of the moon uh, poster right there if you look in the corner. They will never see it. Um, they can kind of see it. But but like like are we not allowed to have that? Am I gonna tat like Pink Floyd on my chest? No. But Cardi tatted, but I know Marilyn Manson didn't make that music with a with a fucking black teenager in Atlanta in mind. No. But it touched him so Actually, much. Actually, I think he was making it with never mind. Um <laughs> <laughs> They got mad as fuck when we said that nigga was a devil worshiper. Which I don't even know how y'all got mad at that, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Manson isn't really a devil worshiper, to be honest. <laughs> but it's the jokes are so funny. Y'all should just let it rock. I know he's not a really a devil worshiper. He kind but Nah, I, I, I researched his content. Technically, he's not really a devil worshiper. Oh, my but, God. But it's so, jokes are so funny. You should let just let them rock. And he acts like a devil worshiper. So it's not <laughs> just funny. It's just funny. Is lyrical content really worshiping the devil? No. He's not talking about blood sacrifices. But he's presented like he is. He's done things in concerts, and so has fucking... Uh uh, God damn, what's his name? The nigga from ACDC. Not ACDC. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Like, them niggas have done some satanic shit, so I just put them under the realm. Yeah, they're all in the same category. Let's really keep it 100. They do some satanic shit. Even the lyrical content isn't really about worshiping the devil. You know what we mean. Yeah. <laughs> you get the joke. Y'all got the joke. But I'm just saying, like, if... if I think Travis has a Pink Floyd tattoo. Does he? 
I don't know if that's true, but I think he does. Like, I think there, there are black people with white artists on them. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they would have that same vi- visceral reaction. So, like, if he's not inherently... See, I have the visceral... Re- this is this is where I was going to come from. It. I have the, the, the crazy reaction when you get to making money off a of Neo song. Mm-hmm. So if this nigga was to drop a Neo Soul inspired album, mm-hmm. and, he, and he needs to take that dashiki off, please, <laughs> for the love of God, take that dashiki off. Oh my goodness! If this nigga was to drop a Neo Soul album, I got a problem. Mm-hmm. If he was to start selling African clothing, <laughs> I got a problem. And I think we should come at him, come at anybody trying to make money off of the shit that we made popular. A problem, but the simple fact of enjoying it, and I will be called a coon for this take. You will. But people can't enjoy our shit. Mm-hmm. Am I tripping? Mm-hmm. I think as long as we acknowledge it's not made for them in mind, and you know, because to be honest, black people, we have more. Like I said it earlier. We have a lot more pressing issues than a white man um getting Lauren Hill tat on him. This is actually a very minor issue. In fact, to be honest, I really don't care. But when people say the music isn't for them, I will never not disagree with that. I won't disagree with that either. But can they not enjoy the music? I don't know. I think I well, I definitely I know I agree with you guys. But I think the issue is not the listening within itself. I think it's putting, I think why it bothered them so much with him putting it on them is just the, the fact that he doesn't relate to what he's speaking. But, oh, that was, and that's what, and I've heard that argument. Somebody said that to me, right? And when they said that, I was thinking, if we're talking Erica Badu, I kind of would almost agree with that. Like, what the fuck are you listening to Erica Badu's music and, and relating so much that you have to put a tattoo? <laughs> but Lauryn Hill shit is about not being good enough. I feel like a lot of people can relate to not being good enough. I think that's true. Have you listened to her whole... Uh, I've listened to all of Miss, uh, Miss Education of... Well, that's her only discography. That and yeah, Unplugged like album. Unplugged yeah, album. Okay. Uh, um... I, I don't know because I haven't listened to it, but I think whatever entails in the music, it's obviously something that just really bothers me. The miseducation of Lauryn Hill, the, the themes that she's talking about on that album, some of it is is, is strictly yes. You come in. I love the miseducation of Lauryn Hill. I Classic do. I think it's an I think it's an amazing uh, piece of art, but I don't think it's inherently for black people. Like it's for black people. I don't think only black people Honestly, can relate to you that. Ask Miss Lauryn Hill. Um, what was her album made in mind? Um, I haven't really... Ne- I've never watched a Lauryn Hill interview. Maybe she's like... She don't do interviews. She doesn't do interviews. So I don't know like, if she had black people in mind when she made the album. Honestly, I think art mirrors reality. Most people are just making art that mirrors their reality. Ellie, yes. So a white person's reality is not going to be the same as a black person's reality. That doesn't keep you from relating to it. I don't... Yes, yeah, it does. I think you can enjoy it, but no, you're not going to relate to it. No, you're not okay. going to relate So what happens if a white woman gets a scissor tattoo? Cause <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be so funny. What for real? What happens if a white woman gets a scissor tattoo? Is it gonna be the way white people getting black people like icons of their tats? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Can I say something? Yeah. I think here's the issue. I think I found it. I think if a white person were to tattoo the the album on them, it would be a completely different story. I think it's the person being tattooed on him because I think that they're saying like you can never be in Lauren Hill's shoes, like you can never feel how she's felt. You can never. I think it's more that than anything. 
Like, I mean, because ta tattooing, like, lyrics are just, like, like, the idea of an album, like, what it was supposed to be made for on you, and tattooing an entire person, I feel like that's too I think it's very common to tattoo people on you, though, that you have that high high of respect mm. for. Nah, so Blake definitely got clown for that shit. What do you, who do you he, has, he has Katie's number tatted on him. He has a bunch of random people tatted on him. He definitely got clowned as he should have. <laughs> <laughs> he has Katie's number. <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, is it his number? It's something with Katie on him. But isn't that true that you would only do that if you felt you could relate to that person? Interesting point. But I feel like, okay... With that being her only piece of work, I'm not going off her Fugee shit. I'm going straight off the miseducation of Lauryn Hill. Because I know the Fugees were very neo-soul, very black power. Yeah, he has Steph Curry and Katie's jersey numbers tatted That's on his so arm. so gay. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking homo. Uh, <laughs> I, I, just, I, I, I think it, it's a funny-looking tattoo. It's a horrible fucking tattoo. But... The idea of having to relate, but does Cardi really relate to Marilyn Manson? We Actually, yes. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not going to explain why. <laughs> you can put two and two together. <laughs> They're in I the mean, same field. What, <laughs> <laughs> what, what does Uzi? Never mind. Well, never fucking mind. Never fucking mind. <laughs> They're all weirdos, man. What I'm gonna say, this thing is a weird. <sighs> I can, I can, I can. Lord Hill is in pain in that album. That album is way more pain than it is Neo So. Way more pain than it is Neo So. I think he should double down and get an Erica Badu tattoo. Mm -hmm. That's the difference. Die. <laughs> You are here with you. No, I'm fucking with you. That's a joke, internet. Stop playing with me. Um, I, I I feel like it, if you can relate to the pain that she's feeling in that album, I want people to go listen to that album. I feel like a lot of people are saying this shit and haven't listened to that album. I that album is not Black Power. <laughs> that album is not Tribe Called Quest. It's not Public Enemy. It's not Public Enemy. Mm -hmm. If I was thinking Public Enemy had it on them. <laughs> I think so many people do have public enemy tatted on them. It's really not. <laughs> it's not a Black Power album. It's not her talking. Of, I mean, it is talking about the oppressions, but a lot of it is themes amongst men and women, which I think the next argument should be how is a gay man relating to that? <laughs> but it's cool. No, she's been hurt by men. He can relate. I think... And I think one album can draw you to an artist that much. That SZA album, I'm not a young lady. Mm -hmm. I think a bigger issue when it comes to white people and black music, this is such a whole different tangent, it's not the fact that they enjoy the music, even though somebody have an issue with that, and I totally see where they're coming from. I don't. It's when they criticize the music that they can't relate to. He, For example, right? Oh, it's like when someone like Anthony Fantano criticizes To Pimp a Butterfly. You cannot relate to To Pimp a Butterfly's themes you're really an outsider with that. So how can you critique it to the fullest? See, and that's where I would... If, if a white person got to pimp a butterfly on their fucking arm, I would go, how the fuck did you get that album so much <laughs> that you put that shit on your arm? Like how do you listen to the black or the berry? Fucking <laughs> education of the Lord Hill is not that. <laughs> that's my problem. That's, that's where I'm coming from. That's what I don't get. It's not to pimp a butterfly. It's not public enemy. 
we keep coming back to this album. He didn't get the album. He got the person. But that's her only album. Well, not really. That's her only studio album. <laughs> that's not recorded off a fucking microphone and a, and, a, and a guitar. Yeah, I, I still, I don't know. I still think it's that they're just saying he can never get her struggles. I get what you're saying. I get where you're coming from. I get, I really do. But I think it's really just getting the entire, like, because by putting that, I feel like you're basically saying you embody this person so much. Like, you, you can, you, you. I don't think a tattoo is saying that, though. I mean, I, I think we have different versions of what a tattoo is saying, because well, he just said Drake. Because you think, do you think Drake is related to KD <laughs> no, and it's separate person? Completely dependent on the person. Some people just get the dumbest fucking tattoos. Tattoos, like, yeah. yeah. It just depends on what it means to you. So, I, I mean, I guess that's almost contradicting I, what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what, see, that's where, and that's where I'm coming from. Yeah, but yeah. And it's what a tattoo means to you. And I think him being a man that's dating niggas... <laughs> Him being a man that's dating men, he can get the struggles of dating a man. Mm-hmm. And that's what that fucking album is about. <laughs> but anyways, man, he's a white man. I'm not going to send him a platform and care for a white man. Um, that's your problem. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Um, but that being said, though, I hey, do baby, I'm think... Tripping. Black people, we have bigger issues to worry about. Generational trauma. <laughs> Generational wealth. The media net worth hitting zero. We do. <laughs> and I'll put that in the clip. There's more important shit than this white man getting a uh, Lauren Hill tattoo. It's a distraction. It's not, but it's an interesting conversation of, of who can who can obtain art. Mm-hmm. I think it can lead to a deeper discussion. I think we should have a way bigger problem with uh with 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 the production companies that are making all this money off of the black trauma. And the, 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 label the distribution companies, yes, the label heads. I the agree. People. That's the real big issue. I think those are the real problems, not the people loving the content. I'm sorry. I think I'm just confused. Can you go more in depth? Like uh, okay, okay. So, so, so we own no distribution companies, right? So all the music that's made about these black trauma, all the, all of, all of the, most of the music labels, mm-hmm. the head of the Sony's, the head of the people that are actually distributing the music, mm-hmm. off of the black trauma that these black men are are are, are speaking in these songs. Mm-hmm. Are white people. Okay. The people making the real money off of this black trauma are white people, and we don't really have any smoke for them because, like, like most people don't even really know about them. There's no real backlash for those people that are actually controlling the thing. The people that are making all the money once these black artists are killed. Facts. The people that that own the the masters for when these black people are killed. The, the label heads that make all the money for these black people, black men killing other black men, and then rapping about it. <laughs> like, those people we should have way more smoke for than the people that are actually enjoying and buying the content. Why are we, do we not want people to buy the content? Like, No Name stopped performing because it was too many white people at her shows. <laughs> Let's really sit back and fucking think about that. <laughs> I... Actually, hmm, that's a good point. Because Dave Chappelle left the Chappelle show because like people were laughing at his jokes too hard, which I actually understood that. But the white crowds are cheering too hard? White people are enjoying your music too much? I think it depends on the type of thing you're doing. I actually have a question to leave you with. If, um, if there was some way that people before purchasing something would know that the money would go to the artist instead of like, or even like a bigger percentage of the money would go to the artist instead of the company or the white man, um, <laughs> would that be like a more like 
like reasonable to you? Like, what's what's? Are you saying that it that doesn't matter? We're just more mad. I'm I'm, I'm saying like we should have a focus on on, on on having a, a black distribution label. Good question though. <laughs> I say we should have a focus on 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 because I think when it comes to white people like in your audience. It depends on what you're doing. Because what Chappelle was doing was straight up black, like, you know, cool borderline coon jokes. Yes. Like, yes, white people might be laughing a little too hard at them type of jokes. But I don't know. When it comes to stuff like music, I don't know. I don't know. This is such a complex topic. I honestly don't know. When it comes, yeah, it is. When it comes to stuff like music, when it comes to stuff like even, I don't want to say it. But we're here. We're on a podcast. We're open on a podcast. When it comes to stuff like hair. If there's a white salon doing black styles, I think we should come. Fuck that shit. We coming for him. Mm-hmm. I think we should do all the smoke, raid they shit, all that shit. Do all the Google review shit. Make they shit just trash. Make they shit not pop up on nothing. Kill they shit. Mm-hmm. How dare you take something that's ours and then profit off of it? My whole thing is the profitization off of black culture. From white people. The enjoyment of black culture from white people, I have no problem with. And that's kind of some cool shit to say. It's semi cooney. I think it depends on what it is. It depends on what it is. But if a white person wants to go into a black salon and get cornrows, <laughs> I honestly don't have a problem with it because his money is going to a black family. <laughs> As long as it's going to a black so family you say at the end of the day. If they want to emulate us, it's cool. As long as we're making money off as it. As long as we're paid off of it. That's why I love Tailfair. <laughs> we run some shit. We own this shit. We're not buying the Gucci shit no more. Go get your girl a Tailfair bag. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting take. If white people want to emulate us, they should pay us to emulate us. Yes! I'm like the Jews, nigga. If you want to use my services, I don't give a fuck what color you are. Pay me. <laughs> That's an interesting take. Because now the money coming back into our community. So let's stop making shit hot and then paying white people. And then get mad when white people use it. You say make the shit hot and then charge them white motherfuckers to emulate you. And then you get a bag off it. what? As soon as I get somebody, nigga, I'm going to tell for a bag. Fuck is y'all talking about? I support black businesses. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell for a bag, too. I'm not going to rock it, but I'm going to get it. I'm going to no, rock it. Mm-hmm. Remember when Kanye showed up at the Death Poetry Jam with all that Louis shit? Nah, fuck that. Let's make tell for that shit. Let's let's tell her start dropping some hot shit. I'm copying it. I'm here for it. All black designers, all white. I'm here for it. Even though Waffle White's not owned by black, black people, people anymore. Yeah. I know. Don't don't mm-hmm. come to my comments saying that bullshit. Pyrex. Shot y'all niggas don't even know about that shit. I might buy like five tailfair bags and do a giveaway or something. Yeah. I mean, I want me and my girl to have matching mm-hmm. black tailfair bags, nigga. Fuck it. I like that shit. I like this designer shit. Even though V-Loan is not a good person, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, you know, I like the idea. Mm-hmm. And I'll give Jay credit for something, even though he's done some snake things allegedly in the past. Allegedly. Well, black, <laughs> shout out to Dame Dash. When black people start something, Jay supports. He bought Nips, he bought like, what, 100 copies of Nips' album. When LeVar Ball dropped his Big Baller brand shoes, Jay bought like a thousand, a thousand pairs of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So shout out to Jay, man. When a black creative does something that's against the grain, he shows support. I'm tired of us making shit hot and then gatekeeping it. But if a white person starts to make money, attack them. <laughs> attack, get them. Get, get, I'm, I'm here for all the smoke, get them. They want to make, if, if, if a nigga try to do some Elvis shit, nigga try to 
take our shit and make some money like Elvis did? Because Elvis was really because Elvis was really that was straight ripping off. And somebody wants to, if a white salon wants to start doing corn rolls because the Kim Kardashian did it, get him. <laughs> but if a white woman wants to rock a tail bear bag, <laughs> all me go go rock it. Basically, if a nice little Asian girl wants to rock a tail bear, go get him. Basically, what he's saying is. We should be focused on controlling the income revenue and not focus on their enjoyment. The enjoyment should be celebrated. You're making people scared to embrace our culture. That limits our money. What the fuck are we doing? We're only 13%. I actually would agree with this if we owned our shit. We don't right now. I'll actually give it to you take hundred percent if we owned it. We own our salons. Salons, I might agree with you, but stuff like music and stuff and like art, once we take full ownership, then I might be on board with what you'll say. I get my hair done by a black woman. <laughs> I get my hair done by a black woman too. To all my haters, my wife is black. Mm-hmm. My barber is black. <laughs> my barber is black. black. I don't know why your barber would be white. What the then. fuck? <laughs> I don't go to supercuts. <laughs> Some Yo, of y'all probably go to supercuts. white person wants a fade, bro. He wants some designs in his hair. Honestly, even the last time I was at the barber shop, there were three white boys who were getting cut up by the guy, and they were paying him a lot of money to do it. They were he was get, they were getting buzz cuts. Them Eminem, you know, early Eminem buzz cuts. <laughs> if you want the white person wants the uh, wants the lineup, give him mm-hmm. a lineup. Hey, you know what? Honestly, that black man's getting paid. Why are we limiting our funds? <laughs> Why are we limiting the, our reach? Why mm-hmm. are we limiting our reach? It's a problem when the white person's like, you know, I can, because, you know, some white people will be like, you know, because I'm around black people, I understand the black struggle more than some black person who's not around as many black people. Okay, I don't no, agree crazy. with that. No, that's crazy. But I think, you know, if they put the if they set appropriate boundaries, you know, and they act like as a fan, then, you know, it's all good. Don't fall deep into, don't fall too deep into the, is that a word? Fanaticism? Fanaticism or Fanaticism. fandom? Fandom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't start thinking you are a black person or you know the blessing better than some other black people. And I don't think he, that's what he was doing with that tattoo. I think he was admiring the artist. Black, mm-hmm. white, yellow, purple. I think he was admiring the artist. It didn't feel like... Now, I don't know what the fuck that nigga's doing with the Daisuke shit. <laughs> <laughs> can't speak for this nigga. I'm just going to say... You're talking generally at this I'm point. talking generally. Yeah. If someone wants to get, hypothetically, an artist tatted onto them, it depends on what that artist meant for you, and I don't really think that has to do with being black. I just I don't. Depend. It, depends on the art. it depends on the artist. It depends on the artist. <laughs> and actually, yeah, fuck that. It depends on the artist. And I don't think Lord Hill's that artist. <laughs> I don't think Lord Hill is that black power artist. Honestly... I look weird if you have a pot tattoo. As a white person? Yeah. yeah. But if a fucking white person has a Cardi tattoo, I get it. <laughs> I do. If a white person has a Uzi tattoo, I get it. If a white person has a Travis tattoo, I get it. Travis, Uzi, and Cardi are not talking about the black struggle in their music. These are kind of was Lauren in that album. <laughs> Fuji's Lord was kind of, yeah. Fuji's was. But that nigga wasn't talking about the black plight in that. <laughs> she has a full piece of work not really talking about the black plight. She's talking about, you know, she her talk, son. She's talking about a black man. And a black man. Thank you for watching. Thank you for watching. Go get a Lauryn Hill tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody person watching, go get a tattoo, send it to me.